Welcome to The Real Journey Show. On this podcast, you can expect guests of all backgrounds and professions to share a real journey they have experienced in this thing called life. From origin to current, the rocky ups and downs in the middle, and what is yet to come. The journeys of each guest will vary, but there is one thing that will remain constant. The listeners will be reminded that life experiences have a compelling way of connecting us, inspiring us, and empowering us to stay real. I am Tara Martin, your host of The Real Journey Show. Welcome back to The Real Journey Show. We have a fantastic guest today that inspires me so much. She is a mom, a wife, an author of multiple books, the proud principal of Quincy Elementary, Allison Apsey is on the show today, and we just can't wait to hear what you have to share today, Allison. So please do share a little bit about you, your books, and then we'll dive into this real journey that I can't wait for you to share with the world. Well, thank you so much for having me, and it is such an honor to hear you say that I inspire you because, girl, you inspire me all the time. Even like right now, we're we're doing this via video, and I can see those arm muscles, and I'm like, oh, I want to get arm muscles like Tara Martin. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It's funny because um, life has changed so much over the past couple weeks that I'm like, well, I work from home. (laughs) I'm a school principal. Like I would never have said that before the COVID-19 crisis hit. And so um, uh, just keeping it real, like my life is shook just like everybody else's. So I have been a principal for 16 years-ish, and I've been a principal at every level, so junior high, high school, and elementary, and this is my sixth year at Quincy Elementary in Zealand, Michigan, which if you're not familiar with Michigan or Zealand, it's West Michigan, so near the shores of Lake Michigan, kind of near Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I am a mom to two boys. I have a 13-year-old and an 18-year-old. And my husband, Jim, and my Welsh Terrier, Charlie, we're all hunkered down at home right now. So I am a stay-at-home principal. And this is certainly something new, you know, after 16 years of being a principal, to not be able to be with my school family. It's been a significant challenge. Like, even just saying that brings tears to my eyes. Um, But I'm also an author. So I am passionate about the idea of serendipity. And that is a theme that runs through all of my books. So that um, idea of serendipity for me, it did start with the movie Serendipity starring John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale, I think like in 2001 or 2002. But it became more of a lifestyle where I go about life looking for happy accidents and beautiful lessons that are embedded in everything we experience. And this COVID-19 crisis is no exception. There are beautiful lessons that we are learning as as we go along and as we, you know, kind of adjust (laughs) um, if we look for those beautiful lessons. So we can look for the bad or we can look for the good. And that idea of a serendipity mindset is really focusing on looking for the good in in everything from our deepest sorrows to joys beyond our imagination and then everything in between. All of those um, experiences offer us opportunities to learn and grow and become better. That is so true. I couldn't agree more with you on looking for the good in the bad situations. And I I feel like in life, 
it's kind of the L in real too. I feel like serendipity and the L in real kind of belong together where you're learning through life, but you're also looking for the positive that comes through those learning experiences. Um, I I love that you gave us very geographically where you are in Michigan. (laughs) Most of the people I meet from Michigan, in fact, I met a guy on the plane before COVID-19, obviously. Um, And he was sitting next to me and he immediately like opened up his hand to share with me uh, where he lived in Michigan. And then he basically told me that anything above the knuckles was like the deer outnumbered the humans. (laughs) Um, so I learned like a geography lesson I feel like every time I meet someone from Michigan and I'm (laughs) geographically challenged for all my listeners that don't already know that I love that that Michigan is very proud of their land and where they where they live I'm like (laughs) Kansas-ish um yes perfect and thank you for sharing about your books I love your books I think they definitely open our minds to a new way of just viewing our current circumstances, no matter what that is, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, um, oh, and thank you for my uh, muscle compliment. <laughs> Probably shouldn't wear a tank top today, but you know, <laughs> workout comes after this. So, That's awesome. Allison, speaking of working out and getting fit, you, my friends, have changed over, not emotionally, but maybe, 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 uh, psychologically too, but definitely physically. So I know that you've been going through this 75 day challenge and you have transformed. I got to hang out with you and it was day like 50 ish. Mm -hmm. It was when we went walking and I was helping you stay accountable to your challenge. It was pretty intense. You know, I remember you announcing that you were going to do that in one of Voxer groups. And I thought, you go girl, but I'm not interested. (laughs) I'm not interested in joining that challenge. But I want you to tell us a little bit about this challenge. And then also tell us a little bit how it has helped you or shaped you and your mindset even now when we're dealing with this crisis that is within our world right now. Yeah, I feel like 75 hard challenge was COVID-19 training. I really, really do. Um, So I just want to talk a little bit about like how I learned about the 75 hard challenge because it it dates back to a few months ago. I was at a conference in Michigan, Northern Michigan, above the knuckles, so lots of deer. (laughs) Got it. I I was with Michigan principals and one of my friends was there. And he looked like he had lost some weight. And so that he looked great. But beyond that, he looked so happy and so energetic. And I said, Jason, his name is Jason Grivel. I said, Jason, what are you doing? And he said, I'm doing the 75 hard challenge. It's Andy Frizzella. You know, you can listen to this podcast. And he said, I'm going for a walk later. Do you want to walk? And it was cold and slippery in Northern Michigan at the time. And we were at this conference and, you know, we're hanging out and, um, it was, you know, after the, the sessions were done for the day where I usually take a nap and I said, sure, let's, I'll meet you and let's go for a walk. And so I learned about 75 hard as we were walking and it was so appealing to me because Jason said that more than the physical change, it's, it's a mental challenge. So it's really been a mental and emotional kind of change that's, that took place for him. And I think he was in 
day number 35 or something at the time. And he texted me the podcast. And as I was unpacking from the conference that the evening I came home, I listened to the podcast and I said to my husband, I I need a change and I want to start this tomorrow. And he's like, well, how much does it cost? (laughs) And I said, you're not going to believe it, honey. It's free. This one's free. Because usually these challenges I start cost maybe hundreds of dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So I can work out at home. I have to work. One of the workouts has to be outside. And the diet plan is, you know, not going to cost us a ton of money. So he was like, okay, let's do it. I'm all, I'm all for it. He was a little bit nervous because it, it was a lifestyle change too for me, which meant it, it was a lifestyle change for him. Um, but he, he was super supportive. And all the way through the, the 75 hard, which I needed that support because it, it is hard because you cannot, there's five things that you have to do and you have to do them every day. And if you miss one of the five things, you have to start over. So you have to be all in. Yes. Oh, wow. So tell us a little bit about the five things. So what is it that you have to do? I remember walking and I remember you drinking a lot of water, but tell, <laughs> tell us a little bit more. Okay, so you um, have to work out twice a day for, for at least 45 minutes each workout. And one of those workouts has to be outside. And this was winter in Michigan. So that is poses a challenge. And I got some bruised knees as a result of that, but but did it and it was fine. Pretty late winter. So I was I was pretty blessed. So that's an hour and a half of working out in two separate times through the day which resulted in me getting up at 4.20 in the morning to work out in the morning before school. And then I would work out like in the dark, do a walk or something at night. I had good headlamps, a vest that flashed and because I live on a country road. Okay, so the two workouts was one thing. The second thing, uh, drink a gallon of water every day. And so that was definitely a, a change for me because I, I, I love to drink water. I love to just I'll drink pop, whatever. I'm drinking all the time. Um, but I had to be careful that I drank a gallon of water at least because otherwise I had to start over. So I had to track it really carefully. So that was a huge change for me. And I mean, it was more water than I was used to drinking. So your body has to adjust. And then you have to follow a diet plan. And th- so that's the third thing, a diet plan. But you get to decide what that diet plan is. So, so for my friend, Jason, he decided that he wasn't going to eat things out of a box, out of a bag, or some, or out of a window with, were his rules. So he was just making healthier choices with what he was eating. For me, I know that my fitness pal and counting calories is the thing that really works for me for sustainable long-term change. So that's what I decided. I was going to track my calories on my fitness pal and not go above a certain calorie level any day. So that was tricky because I have never not cheated before. Yes. For 75 days in a row. And then you have to take, so the number four is you have to read 10 pages from a nonfiction, like kind of self-help personal growth book every day, at least 10 pages. And then number five is that you have to take a selfie, like a progress pic every day. So those are the five things that you have to do. Um, But there is a sixth thing, which for some people is, you know, a big change. And for some people, it's not a big change, but it's you can't drink alcohol. And, um, my, that's where like my husband's like, you know, we, we like to go out and, you know, have a glass of wine and go out to eat. And, you know, that's like our thing that we do every week. So that was a little bit of a lifestyle change and he was a little unsure of how that would go. Um, but it, 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 it was not a big deal at all that 
part for the for the most part. I mean, they're probably nice. I really wanted a glass of wine that I could. So those are the five things. Wow. Yeah, that's. I mean, doing anything for seventy five days is challenging. I mean, I honestly, as I'm thinking, I don't know that I've ever done anything for seventy five days straight, except for journal. I mean, Ooh. I journal daily, so. I can count that. (laughs) I take rest days from CrossFit. So I know I can't count, you know, there's so many things. I drink water every day, but not probably since I've talked to you, I've been drinking a gallon, almost a gallon a day. Um, Seven bottles of water is what it equates to. So it's barely under a gallon a day, but that's even challenging, you know, going to the restroom so much more. Right. I mean, your body takes a little while to get used to that. And I drink a ton of water. So this is just such a cool challenge. So as I'm thinking about doing this for 75 days, especially the two times work, I love working out, but I work out one time and then I run. So, but neither of them. Yeah. But we're talking like an hour and then a 10 minute run, you know, not two 45 minute workouts, one outside, one inside, you know, I have the opportunity to stay inside if it's pouring rain or snowing. (laughs) And so that's, that's been, I, I can imagine that would be probably a really tough piece of that challenge too. Finish the challenge. You survived it. You did it and cheat. Good girl. So proud of you. So what, for our listeners, what came out of this for you? Yeah, so many things. And Andy Frazella and Jason Gribble were so right that I did go through a physical transformation, but the physical transformation was like a side benefit of the emotional and mental like toughness, the emotional transformation and the, and the mental toughness. Oh, so I read The Power of Habit while I was kind of starting the 75 days. And that was so helpful to understand just, you know, why we have the habits we have and what's that habit cycle and how can I break that habit cycle? So. That was huge. Just understanding that, you know, um, like if th- that that urge to do something that I used to do that I couldn't do anymore, um, I could satisfy that urge. Like I need to focus on how to satisfy that in a different way, and then get this the same outcome. So if I used to go out and have a glass of wine with my friends, and I can't do that now, how could I still like? What was? Why did I want to do that? What What did I get out of it? And how, how could I change what I was doing so I could get the same thing out of it? like relax and have a good time with my friends. How could I do that without having a glass of wine? So those kind of things or, um, you know, having tortilla chips and salsa after dinner or something, you know, those kind of things. I, I changed those habits and then getting up every day at 420 and working out and starting out my day that way. Uh, I, it almost got, well, it, not almost, it totally got to the point where I would try to not get up and work out after the 75 hard was done and my body wouldn't let me. Like it got me up. Like I'm, tr- my eyes are closed, but you know how like when your eyeballs are active and awake, even though your eyes are closed and you're trying to sleep, like my body's like, get up and work out, girl, because this is what we do. This is how we take care of ourselves. And um, and beyond that, I also, and we won't go down this road, but I also reconnected with faith during this time, and that's been a transformational journey in my life. Like I you know, just to, to sum it up, I, I fell in love with God and Jesus again in a way that 
I mean, I say again, but in a way that maybe I've never had in my life, even though I, you know, went to Catholic school my entire life. And um, so that journey has also transformed me. And I think I found it because of my focus and my emotional growth during 75 hard. Yeah, so many incredible things. I mean, even just one of those, coming out with just one of those, you know, changing your actual physical habits to where your physical body says, this is the way we do business now. You know, after 75 days, I I think it's 21 days to make or break a habit, right? So you're well beyond that after 75 days of doing something and your body saying, okay, this is the way we do business now. That alone would be worth it, right? And then you also had this mental, emotional growth and confidence and renewing of self-worth that so many of us, I feel like out there are looking for, hoping for, striving for, reading books to try to discover that too. So that added. And then the third thing of finding and renewing your faith I think any one of those would just change your life dramatically for the positive. So having all three of those come in at the same time, such a blessing. And so I I can only imagine how worth it it feels to you. All the sacrifices you made during that time were worthwhile and definitely served their purpose. So one of the lessons that has stuck with me from the 75 hard challenge and like this kind of reconnecting with my faith is that like in the universal big scheme of things, Allison Apsey is pretty insignificant. I am not doing what I do every day to build a legacy because once like my grandchildren or great-grandchildren are gone, like so am I. I am doing what I do every day to serve today. And that like starts in the beginning of the day. When I'm working out in the morning, I'm thinking about, I am not working out today for a future goal. I'm working out today to be the best person I can be for myself and for everyone around me. I am drinking a gallon of water because I don't get migraines anymore and I feel better and I'm able to serve everyone around me better. So it it really ironically has helped me stay focused in the day and stay focused on my mission right now in the way that I want to serve the people who are physically in my life. I want to serve people through social media, through podcasts in my school. So I'm looking at, you know, how can I be the best person I can be today so that I am able to uplift and support everyone in my life the way I'm designed to and the way I want to. So that's been a a huge lesson. And that's been really helpful with COVID-19 where I'm looking at what can I do today to be of service? Even though I can't be with people physically, how can I be of service today? And I'm not making goals for, okay, when COVID-19 is done, then I'm going to do this, or then I'm going to do this. I am still staying focused on what can I do today? And that has been so important for my, not only physical health, but also mental and emotional health during this time when our lives have turned upside down. That is very true. And what a revelation honestly, in a very critical time where we aren't, we don't know what is going to happen in the future. We can't even try to plan for the future right now. The uncertainty has definitely turned our world upside down, honestly. Most of us 
let's start with many people that I've visited with have this fear. The uncertainty is bringing about so much fear and I've let it come over me a couple of times and just broke down, you know, just thinking about not knowing what the future holds for our kids out there, our teachers, our educators, our small businesses. There's so many things out there, but have this challenge really teach you about being present in the moment and how can I serve people today? Because this is what I'm guaranteed. And I love that you said like, in, we're not necessarily guaranteed a, a, a big, huge future. You know, we don't really know what all of that is going to unfold. We have no idea, but being present in the moment and understanding that maybe in the big, huge scheme of things, Allison Apsey or Tara Martin, we're just little tiny pieces, but we do have a purpose right here in this moment. And what, what can I do every day that I wake up and um, breathe my first breath of uh, fresh air when I walk outside, what can I do today that's going to help me physically, mentally, emotionally, and help those within my realm of influence. So that's powerful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it is kind of ironic that a 75 day challenge led to being present in the moment because honestly, during the challenge, I'm like, okay, how many days left? How many days left? (laughs) Um, But it was such personal growth, but I have to tell you a little story. My son Tyson is 13. And yesterday he said to me, I'm really glad that you finished 75 hard before we were like stuck home together. I'm like, what what do you mean? Like, he's like, well, you were getting a little cranky. And I said to my husband, was I really cranky? Because I felt like I was feeling pretty good. And my husband's like, well, maybe a little hangry or something toward the end. Like maybe I was feeling like a little bit over having these like strict requirements of me every day. But some of the habits that I've kept are that I, I work out at least once a day and I try to work out twice. And um, my goal after finished, so while I was working out during 75 hard, I kept it low impact. I didn't want to do jumping. I didn't want to injure myself. I didn't want to, to risk not being able to continue with the challenge. So once a day I walked and the other um, time I worked out, I did my elliptical and some strength training. So those were my workouts during 75 hard for the most part. I did some yoga and and, um, some other things too, interspersed in there. But now I want to feel like an athlete again. (laughs) So I'm doing a Jillian Michaels, a ripped in 30 (laughs) workout. And uh, I am also doing, I'm running. I am back on, I started couch to 5k and I have two more runs before I'm ready to complete a 5k running. And, And it's been a couple of years. Since I've really taken on a running challenge like this, but I used to run like half marathons. And so I wanted to get, I'm, I'm not necessarily want to run half marathons again. I want to listen to my body and see what's going to be best for my body. Uh, I don't have that kind of aspiration necessarily. I'm not ruling it out, but I want to feel like an athlete again. So that's my goal. So it's higher impact. And I actually have injured myself since I finished 75 hard. I um, injured my shoulder and I've had to take a couple of days where I took it easy on my shoulder. Um, but those are the risks that you take when you do higher impact exercising. So I, I guess I'm embracing those risks and, and um, I'm also tracking my calories, but I'm not sticking to that strict calorie goal like I was before. And I'm drinking a gallon of water every day. Uh, I'm, I added some other things to the challenge since COVID-19 crisis has hit us. Like I'm checking in with people. Like I'm, I'm holding myself accountable in some other ways to support people 
in my life and support people around me. Love that. That's powerful. And I love that you've tweaked the challenge to make it more practical, practical for your everyday life. And I, I kind of think of the 75 day challenge, much like yesterday. Well, this is not a good example, but yesterday I have been ignoring this reminder on my computer to update it every day. I ignore it every single day. Well, finally, <laughs> my computer said, you know what? It's time. You're updating. And it didn't give me a choice. I had to go through the update. And the update, because our internet in the country was just insane, said it'll be approximately two days. I was like, <laughs> two days without a computer during COVID-19? And what kind of bull is this? But it ended up taking eight hours. And it runs like a champ now. But the point is, sometimes we have to go through some pretty strict reset. Oh, yeah. It's this very strict, uncomfortable reset. When we come back, when we come out of it, we're stronger, we're better, we're running like a champ, just like the computer. I mean, I'm not trying to compare your life to a computer, but the 75 hard challenge reminds me a lot of that reboot. Like, yes, it's going to be strict, it's going to be hard, it's going to be uncomfortable. But when you come out, you can adjust and tweak and make it fit your life. But your body habits, your mental habits, your social emotional habits, your new thinking of others habits are all going to change and it's going to be for the better. And a lot of that you have kept. And that to me, that's a good challenge. That means it did what it was supposed to do. It rebooted you and it helped you to become a better Allison that can live in the moment and serve her purpose. And I I just hope the listeners out there, if you choose to take on the 75 hard challenge. We will include the link below of the podcast that she listened to. And also you can listen to this one, (laughs) just be inspired by Allison and try it yourself. But if you need some encouragement, how can they, our listeners get in contact with you, Allison, and maybe reach out to you via social media, because I think having an accountability partner or somebody to cheer them on throughout this challenge could probably be very beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. I did have accountability partners and they were so helpful. I actually had one of my good friends did the challenge with me. And so we walked together um, and, you know, now we can't do that as much, but it was really helpful. So I, if you know how to spell my name, you know how to reach me everywhere. And my name is a little bit tricky to spell. So I'm sure Tara will include it in uh, the title of the podcast or whatever. Um, but I'm at Allison Apsey on everything. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I'm Snapchat. I think even um, TikTok, <laughs> even though I don't do much on there, but you can also find me at allisonapsy.com and you can email me at allisonapsy at gmail.com. And the hashtag I use is hashtag serendipity edu. So any one of those ways uh, we can connect. And I would love to support anybody who decides to take on the challenge or even just the idea of COVID-19 self-care and how are we taking care of ourselves so that we are able to serve others. And your comparison between me and a computer reboot was 100% accurate because it was like just a reset, a reboot, and it was exactly what I needed. And it just, um, yeah, pushed me in a new direction that has been so helpful. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that that worked out. I That was the most uh, recent situation I've gone through that seemed 
relative to our to our uh, conversation today. So thank you, Allison, so much for sharing your 75 Hard Challenge and what's come out of that and how it's made you a new human. And I'm personally grateful that I've been a part of one of your check-ins. That meant so much to me. It actually was yesterday when my computer decided <laughs> to reboot. She knew it was serendipitous, honestly, that she <laughs> called me right at the right time um, to give me some uplifting comments and reach out to me and see how I was doing through all of this. So I hope that all of our listeners are staying well. I hope that you feel encouraged to try something new. Maybe it's not the 75 hard challenge, but maybe it's some parts and pieces of it that you can take and apply in your life and become a better you so you can be the best for those that are around you, especially in our times that we're dealing with right now. So thank you, Allison, for joining the Real Journey Show. We have learned so much from you today and you truly do inspire and uplift us every day when we see your wonderful, beautiful presence out there on social media. So I hope that you have, everyone has a great day and you tune in next week, same place, same time. Thank you so much for joining the Real Journey Show. We are excited you tuned in today and hope that you have left feeling inspired and empowered to stay real and share your real journey with others. Remember, real, it's all about being relatable, exposing a little vulnerability, approachable, and learning through life. You can connect with me on Twitter at TaraMartinEDU or visit my website, TaraMMartin.com. Please use the hashtag RealJourneyShow to share your thoughts of today's episode. Tune in next week, The Real Journey Show.